0: Yeah. course in the
1: bay. Catching up with Mike and Joe Guess it's time we
2: start the show Hello, Joe. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Hi, my name's Joe Batanz, co-host of Catching Up with Mike and Joe, here with a special offer just for listeners of Catching Up atheist mingle is offering our listeners a chance to get a peek at the giant kielbasa inside mike's pleated khaki pants yeah that's right for a very limited time you can earn a shot at dating my co-host mike lawson spend one weekend with mike lawson and he'll steal your heart no seriously he'll steal your heart liver kidneys brain he's a serial killer is what i'm trying to say if you're a man over 25 and not white, you can score yourself a date with the Bay Area's most eligible sociopath. Take a listen to a testimonial from one very happy customer. Right now. Wait, where is it? Ah! Oh no! <laughs> What's going We're on? we are doing it live. You're doing it live. <laughs> That's what happened when you do it live. And I'm not even joking. I rehearsed this so much. Okay, oh, sure here you did. We, I know. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, and oh, that's why we're talking about it. Okay. I don't get it. So, what have you got to lose besides your head? Email your nudes and dirty messages to guys at cupodcast.com or email address, Joe. Oh, what is it? We don't have one. You have to go to our website. Oh, yeah. Go to our website, com, or at Mr. Mike Lawson across all... We want the nudes. <laughs> yeah, across all social media platforms. A chance like this happens only once in a lifetime. Well, your lifetime. Mike plans to murder a lot of people. How
1: is the of this song? Huh? That, that timing worked out really well with the song. Oh, you think so? <laughs> How oh, how are you, Joe? What were you saying? Uh, I wanted to say that I'm Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for almost twenty years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up, and we also record it. Sorry. We record it while streaming live, uh, and you can stick around after we um, talk a little bit more after we're done recording at Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap. That's M-I-X-L-R.com slash Drag Race Recap, and we do it Mondays at 8 p.m. Yeah, we sure do, Mike
2: Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every (laughs) single week without fail. We never miss a week. Yeah. What's up? What's going on with you? i'm gonna keep that now whenever whenever <laughs> things aren't going well,
0: I'm gonna oh. oh,
1: <laughs> oh. what's what's going on with you nothing you're seriously nothing. turning into someone i know who used to like he was obsessed with just playing sounds all the time mm-hmm. Do you know yeah well I don't know, I don't know i don't know uh what you're talking about uh, what's going on with you what's new
2: uh oh mike lawson oh my god you know so I, w- I want your opinion on something and there'll be stories woven into this opinion thing but you know last sunday and i, I don't know if i talked about this in the show because it, was, it wasn't that big of an event but uh my friend adam de la pena and his girlfriend took me to dinner for my birthday it was, oh, a, nice. It, it was a nice dinner or sunday night what
1: is he doing now well, oh <laughs>
2: okay know. i don't even go there but you okay. took me to dinner gave me a nice present whatever okay I came home, Mike. Yeah? I didn't leave the house for seven days. <gasps> Joe. Like, well, look, I, I guess I'm kind of lying in that, like, I went to the supermarket. I went to the post office. I ran little oh, okay. errands. Okay, but, okay, okay. Like, in other words, I didn't see other people for, like, seven days. You didn't socialize. Days. You didn't socialize for seven days. So, okay. That, so yesterday I did. Now, my birthday, I went with my parents to, uh, and my brother and his family to breakfast for my birthday, and then, but I went home and I caught up on uh, this Kimmy Schmidt, mm-hmm. and I played some video games and I uh, and I read and I just had a really really chill, relaxing, do nothing night. Okay, mm-hmm. but what is your opinion on the fact that I didn't leave the house for seven? Like, here's the deal, and this is what I was telling my friend John Paul yesterday: is I'm not even embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that I'm not embarrassed. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah,
1: I think that I'm. Um, you kind of I was concerned a little bit when you before you clarified that you did like run errands and like you did the day to day outside stuff. It was mm-hmm. just that you did nothing social. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, I mean, if I didn't work, if you didn't count work as something social, my life would be certainly very similar. Not, for I, long. You know what I mean? Like work counts, I would say, though, because I talk to people all day. Have you been to the White Horse uh, recently? No, not yet. Hmm, Interesting. Interesting, Yeah. I think I need to, though, and not for, like, slutty reasons, Mm -hmm. but more I just need to socialize. I need Mm -hmm. to not turn into Joe Batanz the last seven days.
2: I see what you, you know? mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. But the thing is, like, I've gotten really, really used to it. But anyway, that's not, I, I'm 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 shoving a bunch of stories in here simply because mm-hmm. I have a bunch of little short stories. So I wanted your opinion on that. I talked about my yeah. birthday. You know, I just had to say. Oh, but you know what? So my parents, uh, were like, "What do you want for your birthday?" You know, and they were going to buy me a special. Oh, this is so my parents. They were. They what? They were like, "Well." Here's what we were going to buy you for your birthday, but we wanted to make sure before we bought it because it's very expensive. Mike, they were going to buy me a special pillow for GERD <laughs> for my birthday <laughs> present, Mike. A special pillow for GERD, okay? Oh,
1: my GERD.
2: Yeah. So I was like, no, 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 no. They're like, well, we had another idea.
1: We want to get you. But the- like, wait, can we pause? Why is the GERD pillow so bad? Because you have GERD and you don't like having GERD. Well, I don't have GERD right now, though. I'm one of
2: those like, I don't have it now. I never have it. You know, like when I I have a bad case of GERD next time, I'll be like, ugh.
1: I wish I had had a special GERD
2: pillow, you know? But right now I'm like, I'm fine, you know? Okay. And also, it's no, but also, it's very, Mike, the pillow's like over $200. I just, I can't even see spending $200 on a pillow. Sure. Okay. 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 So, anyway. Uh, So there's that, right? So then my mom goes, well, we were thinking about actually buying you uh, those Apple uh, AirPods. Because mm-hmm. I'm concerned I that you're that. on the phone so much that you're going to get cancer of the ear or something like that, right? Okay. So brain cancer. So I go. So oh, put know? Bluetooth in your ears. I know. I, don't, I didn't <laughs> want to. Get, but look, I wanted them. So I didn't want to get into it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I go, well, actually, I don't want the AirPods because they, they I have I have big ears but small ear holes, which is really okay. strange. So they, they don't ever fit in my ear. They fall out constantly, the, the ones that come with Apple, right? Like the said, yeah. Apple. So I'm all, no, you'd be expensive. I, I would be, you just basically would spend a lot of money for something I'll lose in a second. So I did mm-hmm. the research and I found another pair of earbuds that are really highly rated, but they don't fall out of your ears. Okay? Okay. So I say, I want these. I don't know what those are, Joey. You're going to have to go with me to Best Buy to pick them up, Right. Okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's fine. So I go with her and my dad to Best Buy. Okay? And I go, those. She goes, uh, she goes grab them. So I grab them. I hand them to her. And she goes, um, your dad has a question for you. And like, what? And he was like, oh yeah, I was that? curious about the Apple Watch. What do you know about it? Right? I was like, what? And then my mom ran away. Okay. Because she was secretly buying the gift. Even though I went with them, to pick grab, it out and to like, pick it out, pointed it out. <laughs> pointed it out, handed it to her. He was keeping me distracted so that I wouldn't see her buy the watch.
1: Okay? Okay. Not it's the watch, I'm sorry, the
2: the, the the earbuds. Yeah. And then afterwards I was like, oh, well, I wonder what's in that gift. She's like, well, you're not going to know till tomorrow because you cannot open these until tomorrow. <laughs> and then I saw them in the morning, right? And uh-huh. she was like, my dad was distracting me because she was wrapping it. <laughs> that's cute, Joey. Right? I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy that just handed me the the earbuds. Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh there's that pa- story. Okay. Parents are more endearing when you're they're at a distance. Like it's that's cute, but mm-hmm. I can imagine if I was maybe you know with my parents as frequently as you're with yours, that mm-hmm. it would be kind of maddening. Okay, you're right.
2: Next story. When I went to lunch with it. Uh, John Marti and Nico Martinez. Strangely, yeah. the Marti not related to the Martinez. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're married, but it's not John Marti. Like, it's not like Nico was named Nez, and now he's <laughs> Marti Nez, right? He's Nico Martinez. John Marti is Marti for a separate reason.
1: Yeah. Anyway. That was never in question for me, but you, I don't think... Go on. <laughs> okay. So remember last week, remember previously on Catching
2: Up when um, I told a story about Richard wanted me to pick up his that air conditioner? Yeah. So I talked to him during the week and I was like, uh, hey, listen, I'm going to lunch with John and Nico on Sunday. I can pick it up then because John and Nico don't live too far from Richard. Okay. And yeah. he goes, great. What time are you having lunch with him? I go, I'm having lunch with them at 11. I'll probably be done, be done around 1. That makes sense. You know, two hours, hang out, nice little visit, adios, right? So at one o'clock, and I'm not like going like I'm going to have a hard out at one. It's just like at one o'clock, you know, my time with John and Nico was naturally coming to a close, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. So I I told Richard, I'll text you when I'm done to give you a heads up that I'm on my way. Right. I text Richard and I go, (laughs) hey, I'm wrapping up with John and Nico. I'll be leaving soon. And he writes back, no, come at 2.30. And I go, you don't have a choice. There's no choices. Yeah. We, like, pre-plan. It's not like, oh, now I'm going to hang out with John and Nico for an extra hour, you know? So I just left. Luckily for him, I had a bunch of errands I needed to run anyway. So i like, all right, I'll buy him some time and run these errands. And, uh, and, and it wasn't quite 2.30, but around 2, I go, okay, now I'm going to go over to his house, right? And he but, literally yeah. got there at the exact same time I did.
1: So and did you pick it up with any was it eventful or it, that was no. smooth? Oh no. no, that was not eventful at all. That was the first time you've seen him since the last ordeal? Where you were like kind of um, no, yeah, I think not it taking was taking his calls yeah. and stuff? Yeah,
2: I was. He was very pleasant, he was perfectly pleasant. In fact, just before airtime, he asked me if I wanted to go to a screening on Wednesday, but I don't think I can have a meeting. Um but yeah, so that was that so those are my those are my stories for this round. Uh <laughs> picked up the air conditioner. Even though Richard was like... But that's why like he was like, no, 2.30. Like, what?
1: No. <laughs> um, I was going to tell you, Joey. Um, I, so, I, I haven't talked to Steve since our last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we just kept distance. Um, if you missed last episode, um, Steve and I broke up. And so, we didn't talk. And um, for some reason on Saturday... Uh, this past weekend, I just sent him a text and said, like, uh, oh, because there was like an event that we were going to go to, and obviously I didn't go. Mm-hmm. So I texted him and asked, like, how the event was and if he's like home. And he said it was good and he was home. And I said, well, let's, can we talk on the phone real quick? Mm-hmm. So we talked on the phone. I kind of said that, um, When you and I were talking, I don't know if we were recording, but I think we were on like the Mixler stream. Mm -hmm. You asked me if I had like any regrets, yeah. um, After all this, and I said that I regretted not saying a couple of things. So Mm -hmm. I got to, I just called and said like, you know, after some distance, like it's clear to me that I skipped saying. A couple of these, you know, quick things, mm-hmm. which I was able to say. They weren't mean; and... were they? they weren't like your butt smelled, and I don't like your toothbrush. No, no, no. no. Oh. Like, it was basically that I feel that he tried really hard, and it just, you know, wasn't it just didn't work. It a wasn't for enough. Effort. Huh?
2: A for effort.
1: Yeah. So I got to say that, and then we um, both we both agreed that like. We miss one another, but we also agree that the distance is good, and that we like. Are, we're both eager to kind of start the friendship, so we're both kind of in that same spot. And I was curious what you thought. You said that you had some, you had notes for me yeah. when we were texting earlier. Well, let me ask you this question: One,
2: yeah. um, would you guys, or would you be open to? Or is this, I don't know what the story is, but would you guys be friends with benefits? No. Okay. No. So so this, this and you I, had said last time. I'll tell you this.
1: Okay. I'll tell you this. Like we I feel like with the history it would be like emotional mm-hmm. for me. But then I also feel he is not the type of person that would have he, he's a monogamous person. That's him certainly. So mm-hmm. that I think that would be too limiting for what he needs to do next with his life, you know? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, I feel really embarrassed. <clears throat> I can't remember what the notes were. I remember I remember this conversation, but I remember I was yeah. talking to a friend of the show. Well, let me let me, let me I'll back into it. Maybe it might remind me. I have to tell you, so many people have reached out to me privately to say I was sh- not me, they were. They were so shocked that you and Steve broke up. Oh, I remember what I said. Yeah. Okay, I remember what I say. Um that they were so shocked that you and Steve broke up. Shocked, floored. Yeah. John Marti, by the way, and Nico Martinez. By the way, not related. That The Marti <laughs> has nothing yes. to do with Martinez. Okay.
1: Move on. Yeah. <laughs> but you
2: would think so. You know what's funny? When I brought it up with them, they were like, oh, they, they, they had never heard that before. Okay. And I was floored. He's Nico Martinez. He's John Marti. I'm like, oh, because Marti, because yeah. Martinez, like, oh, no, 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 no. Revolt. I'm going to tell you something in this next story. I got a compliment on that joke. Okay, I'm going to tell you okay. that. So anyway, uh, so what I was saying though is so many people were shocked. My cousin Natalie, I saw her last night. We went to go. We went to go see that Mr. Rogers movie. Have you seen it? Oh no! I'm going to. Was it good? I'm going to wait. Hold on for a second.
1: <laughs>
2: and now it's time for another edition of Joe and Mike. On the aisle, I'm gonna tell you something. It was good, okay. I liked it. In fact, when the movie was over and it's just it's just a smidge over 90 minutes, I was like, "Whoa!" I thought it was like I thought it had only been like 45 minutes, you know. So it was good. I was very entertained. I had been warned by John Marti and Nico Martinez, by the way. I still don't get how they didn't realize (laughs) that John Marti is part of Nico Martinez. That would be if my name was Jamike, And someone said, like, oh, wait, your name's Jamike and he's Mike? And I was like, oh, I guess that's true. You know? Anyway. So they told me, like, oh, you better take some fucking tissues into this theater. You are going to cry so much. Everyone in the theater was crying. And I was like... So I tell Natalie, I go, we're going to be crying a lot in this movie. I go, I I feel bad I didn't bring any, like, Kleenexes because I'm going to be, like, a blubbering mess, you know? And I'm actually kind of... Okay, so anyway, let me tell you this. It was very good. I maybe got misty-eyed a little bit at one point. You know, like, I'd been cutting onions or something. Yeah. But I never cried. I didn't cry at all during this movie. It was totally fine, you know? I'm actually kind of glad, though, because, you know, uh, former boyfriend of the show, Cameron, is a huge, like, gigantic, gigantic, gigantic Mr. Rogers fan. Like, gigantic. Okay? Yeah. So I knew, already going in, like, if I'm a blubbering mess, I know I'm going to fucking reach out to him. So the good news is that I wasn't a blubbering mess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so I didn't reach out to him at all, and so that was sort of uh, the good news there. But um, yeah, that's my opinion on the. So Here's what I would say: It's a really good movie. You can wait till it comes out on Netflix. It'll be on Netflix. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, so wh- why would I bring that up in this story? People reached out to you. Oh, yeah, and we're go- my cousin Natalie. She tells yeah. me, she goes. That she was floored. That she was so shocked to hear that you <laughs> broke up with Steve. Adam Vaught was shocked. Everyone was shocked that he broke yeah. up with Steve. So I'm talking about it with Adam Vaught today. And I was saying, you know, here's the thing. I go, I was, I go, what's weird to me is, and, and, and please excuse me, Mike. And, and you know, I asked if you want to talk about this in the air. And I'm not revealing a lot here. But, like, I sort of feel like you weren't as emotional as one would be. I'm not faulting you for this. i was making the point here. Yeah, yeah. That you weren't as emotional as someone would be after breaking up with someone for four years, you know? Yeah. It was like, and it seemed I, like four months.
1: Well, I think that's a testament to the reason we broke up, and that was that we've become just really good friends.
2: Yeah, I agree so, with that.
1: I agree with that, but I have another theory. But we, um, let me say, though, like, I think kind of the the root cause of, like, the breakup was that this wasn't, Deep enough, or like our roots weren't kind of intertwined enough for it to be what I think we sh- where we should be at four years, and the the fact I mean it, it certainly hurts, and you know maybe I'm just not showing it on here, but that sadness I think is kind of not quite as deep as <clears throat> you would expect, maybe because what we had was you know very kind of surface level.
2: Well, that's that's actually part of my point is I was you know when talking about it with Adam Vaughn because. Um, Adam Vaught's not going through a similar thing, but he's been with his girlfriend for a, almost a similar amount of time. Um, yeah. And he, we were talking about if, if if they broke up. And, you know, Adam Vaught has met her family, has spent holidays with her family, gone on trips with her family. You know, her, she has gone to meet met his family, spent time with them. And I almost wonder, because your family lives in Arizona, mm-hmm. and he's his family lives... Uh, close by but he was in the closet not not ready for you to introduce them so let me ask well okay let me say this and i have a question for you too not right re- you know, you, and, and you weren't really involved with his friends for a long time because he wasn't out to his friends like there was no you guys weren't enmeshed so even though you yeah. were dating
1: you guys led very very separate lives yeah and in, go ahead you're right in in the beginning so he was in the closet so we were our friends you know never did our my friend's met him but I never met any of his friends mm-hmm. so we had a very kind of like private relationship where it was just like the two of us a lot yeah. mm-hmm. and that served me well Um, I kind of was like dealing with some like weird isolation stuff that I, I, I've I've since sort of worked out mm-hmm. Um, or I'm still working out but I've made progress on and that was then and it kind of served me then and I think um I don't, I don't really kind of remember where I was going with that. But I do – you can finish if you have anything else. But I also should tell you, so Adam Vaught came to the East Bay and we went to a bar. You were you were in town for something. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I thought all recently i recently. I
2: didn't hear about this. Okay, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. And, and um, we were at the bar and we were kind of talking about our relationships and stuff. And I was explaining kind of how – Steve and I would see each other once or twice a week. And we had been together, I would say, I don't know, a year at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember Adam Vaught kind of saying, like, that's kind of weird. And they they weren't – it wasn't judgment. Um, in fact, I think they were even, like, some – they were wondering, like, if they would even enjoy it. Uh, but that was a conversation that happened really early on.
2: Oh, interesting. So even then you guys were doing – and let me ask you this question. How much – how much were you affected by, like, I know at the time you didn't like and from what I know of you, and I don't think it played any part in the decision, but now that we're doing the post-mortem, how affected were you by his being in the closet, how long it took for him to come out to his parents, yeah. the fact that you never were ever, I mean, for the foreseeable future, you weren't going to be introduced to the parents, were you?
1: Um, Correct. Well, his, and that wasn't his doing. His mom kind of had some beef that they were working on. That wasn't steve's issue Mm -hmm. Um, he he was kind of like trying to get them to meet me um so he was working actively on that but the question you had was um how affected was i by the closet stuff i really was affected by it i think more than i kind of realized like this issue is rooted in that like Mm -hmm. our progress was retarded because of you know a handful of things and the that being you know a huge one and it sort of like tricked me um not intentionally on his part but i was tricked into kind of like being patient while he worked through that mm-hmm. and then once we got through that that's like even if that was like when the clock restarted it, it the progress was still way too slow and weird so you know hmm Um, also I have a couple of things to say. One is, um, we also, him and I haven't had an agreement. We talked on the phone that he's not going to listen to catching up for a while, um, until we kind of like work out the friend thing. Oh, but he's still going to listen to it. Well, that wasn't clear. I just, what I said was like, I, I, I think that maybe you Joe and I, like, I need to talk to Joe about this. Like this is. I don't have very many friends and yeah. Joe and I's friendship, you know, is going to help me kind of get through this. Uh-huh. And I don't want to like talk on the show and not say everything I want to say, because I fear that you might be listening and I don't want to hurt your feelings or I don't want to say something that might, I don't know, make me embarrassed in front of you. So just don't listen for a while. That was it.
2: Well, this is America. You can't stop him, but cut to, yeah. cut to he makes a submission to, uh, uh, atheist, um,
1: <laughs> but I, at this point that's on that's on him not on me like oh, I've know. said that I don't if I'm not censoring for his feelings um and you know that's yeah. his thing to work out if he he decides to listen but he probably won't um I should also say um after we published that last episode it was kind of cool to I figure out when everyone listens because I got so many. I got text messages, I got emails, I got Twitter direct messages and oh. Facebook messages from people that listen to the show, people who, you know, are, know me, oh, my sister. <laughs> but yeah. I, you know, I didn't tell my sister she heard on catching up. Just wait till uh, but October. But then also just like people I've never met have reached out and said really nice things to me. So thank you guys. Just wait till October when you get one from Taylor the Latte Boy. Yeah. <laughs> There was, um, <laughs> and I'm sure he's listening now, but John Art sent me an email on 4th of July.
2: Oh, he did? Yeah. By the yeah way, I got no was, birthday
1: message from him, by the way, on 4th of July. It was after I we had published the breakup episode, mm-hmm. um, but clearly before he had listened to it because <laughs> he wrote a very nice email about uh, soft power. Um and his weird Republican views of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um that was nice of him. But then he said something about how he hopes Steve and I have a great holiday or doing something nice. Ooh, awkward. <laughs> awkward. Awkward when he hears that show. <laughs> um, so I do really thank everybody who reached out. That was so nice of you. There were there was a really nice message from um someone she was she said her last breakup was like sixty years ago or something like that. And Uh, but she still remembers how they feel. And it was just like such a nice message. And um, so thank you guys.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to tell two stories that are related and, and, and whatnot, but um. One of the stories in particular, I'm going to be very careful, and we're doing this live, so I I cannot fuck up, because as you know, Mike Lawson, I consistently <laughs> fuck up on these things. Whenever I say, I can't say this person's name. Oh, by the way, <laughs> weird update, uh-huh. this sort of belongs here, is, you know my friend Jonathan, who uh, has a lot of problems, and we don't speak anymore, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've been thinking about him a lot lately, and I've actually talking about him a lot lately, because... You know, I don't want to say what he does, but he works for the government in a capacity that he has very, 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 very good insight, I'll say. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And and also, I do really have always respected his political viewpoints. I I think he has a very pragmatic point of view, I think very similar to me. But he works in it, so he has more insight than I do because he actually works in it.
1: His real name, by the way, isn't Jonathan. It's Mike Pence. Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Sadly, I think Mike Pence is probably even more secretly subversive. So anyway, um, and he, I know he, I knew he and I weren't talking, and I was talking to someone today about this, and I said, you know what? When we hang up, I'm going to call Jonathan, and I'm going to say, look, I, don't, I just want to have a talk about. It. Let's just have an old timey talk about politics. What we used to call, right? Yeah. I call, bef- Mike. I swear to God, in the entire phone call, I didn't say one word. He goes, oh, No. Hello. And I just I I said hello. That's how I said. I said, hello. And he was, Joe, why are you calling me? Please never call me again. In fact, he said, please never call me again. Something like, I can't, I can't believe you called me. Don't ever call me again. Click. Okay. So I, I can tell you right now that will for sure never happen because I didn't block him. I deleted his number. And it's just, in this day and age, you don't memorize yeah. numbers anymore. So, he's gone. He's gone.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's weird. But... I mean, I don't know what you talk about on here. I forget.
2: I don't give a shit. What's he gonna do?
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call you? Yeah. Call me. <laughs> I guess you're right, but he he has a checkered past, and some of that includes drugs. Yeah. And maybe do you think he's like using again? I
2: don't know. I haven't. I, I, I haven't talked to him since the very beginning of October. So we're looking
1: at coming I, up in the year. Was the last time you guys talked something contentious? I don't remember.
2: Yeah, it was so dumb actually. The the thing that that uh, triggered the not talking was he came to Los Angeles and we were supposed to hang out and then he canceled, and then I said, Hey, what's up? You canceled, or something like that. Or maybe he didn't even cancel, we decided like just ignored my call or something. And he was like, I don't think we should talk anymore. And I was like, mm. Oh, alright. <laughs> I don't have to hear conspiracy theories about uh, how you think the the all the gays in D.C. are breaking into your phone. All right, you know, so the bugs in the wall. Yeah. Well, you know what's so funny, and I would never tell them this because it would start not because for any nice reasons, just didn't want to be stuck on the phone for four hours. I heard an episode of the show called Reply All. Yeah. Did you listen to that show? Yeah, I know Reply All. Uh, did you ever hear the one with the one, the reporter in Mexico City who like gets sexually assaulted? And there are these yeah. cameras on her, and the the episode's really about how she is actually. This is just the sort of the MacGuffin to get into the story. She raises this big sting because it turns out it might be this uh, this uh, social media star in Mexico, but it's not really him. But because she's in the spotlight, she starts getting harassed in a very similar way that Jonathan gets harassed. And <laughs> they do an investigation. She finds out she meets the people who are harassing her, and essentially the Mexican government had contracted a bunch of like hackers and these kids who just do this stuff to fight off political opponents. Right. And they were paying them, but they didn't always have work for them. So the guy who sort of ran this like um, group, this gang of hackers would need to find a way to keep them like working and interested. So they would just pick a person and just fucking torment them. And that's that's why they tormented her. So I'm like in a weird kind of way, like maybe, maybe, it, maybe Jonathan's right. Like it was like sort of weird, you know? So anyway, um, but I would never tell him that because it'd start a, literally an eight hour phone call where i would be like, oh God. And anyway, uh, I, anyway, that's not the point of the show. He sounds, he sounds unwell. Yeah. He doesn't sound well, but I never have to deal with him again. Okay. And that's what's so sad. You know, what's weird about that is I'm ta- I'm working my emotions out right now on the show. If this is a person, and you know this, I was very, very, very close to. He was like my best yeah. friend. I mean, we spoke, it was like me and Sweet Michael, you know, me and Adam Vaughn, me and you. Well, we, you and I talk once a week. But you know, Sweet Michael and I talk every day, you know, that was mm-hmm. me and Jonathan. And I always have to have one little gay boy that I'm always talking to every day. And he was an important my partner. And this wasn't a short time. I mean, like. Maybe almost 20 years. You know, I met Jonathan around the same time that I met you. So definitely over 15 years, he was an extremely important part of my life. And it just deteriorated to the point where I deleted his number. He's the one that picked my phone number that I have, you know. And I deleted his phone number from my address book. And I didn't even think twice about it that's how much it deteriorated. That's so so weird, you know. Yeah. He, I think planned, also though He worked with Betty Batance to plan my 30th
1: birthday party. I think Joe Batance 5 years ago would have not deleted it, but would have kept it and rekindled. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that you're kind of a a more not mature's not the exact right word, but w- w- wise or evolved. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. You're just closer to the end. Yeah. So.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But that's not the point of the story. That's not the point of this chapter here. Mike Lawson. And oh, by the way, this kind of relates to the Steve thing, too. Is. No. Okay. This is. We have to be careful here. I Hope Steve does not listen to this. I don't remember if we talked about this on the after show or not. Let me word this very carefully. Did we talk on this show about someone you've been talking to?
1: Not on the show.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. So then, then, you know what? We're going to save this for the after show. If you want a commercial. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> yeah. Here's a commercial. If you want to hear the uh, the after dark version of our show, you have to listen live at Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap every Monday at 8 p.m. Uh, and at, around 9 o'clock is when we end. And then we do, like, I would say every, every time we've done it, we do almost an equally long show afterwards yeah. that never gets released never gets recorded it's, it's not
1: recorded it's not this re- is not the tea i'm gonna spill tonight you will never never taste friends <laughs> yeah so it's not it's not that delicious yeah but go so, on
2: so the point is that okay then we'll talk about it after the show but anyway here's what i'll say and it's not related to anything you said mike i, I, I think cutting has to do with rupaul's drag race or something there is something in the air these fucking listeners are crawling out of the woodwork, and it's weird. Like they've contacted me, so like I'm gonna tell. Uh, uh, this is actually not in chronological order. The person I'm gonna talk about now, but it's gonna set something up. Okay. I've met a very nice fan named Carlo. In fact, I'll even like plug his Instagram. I think he'll be very excited. You guys can, and this gives you a visual reference to look at when I'm telling the story. But his Instagram is at carlo c-a-r-l-o and carlo c-a-r-l-o that's his instagram at carlo and carlo okay on my birthday he sends me a very nice instagram message and it's like i'm a big fan of catching up huge fan i love your show i'm listening to all the episodes right now uh i love rupaul's drag race recap and i just wanted to say he said these very nice things right Now, we get those letters occasionally. We get those occasionally. But, like, of course, when it's a 21 year old cute
1: twink, I'm like. (laughs) You're like rearranging plans. (laughs) You really are.
2: I was like, on my birthday, I don't want to talk to a single person, you know? (laughs) Bring. What's this Instagram direct message? Cut to. Betty Batance, clear my schedule. You know, like...
1: Yeah. He's <laughs> so, a super handsome man.
2: Yeah. And um, so anyway, he and I start messaging each other. Now, by the way, for the record, this is not a romantic thing. He uh, has a boyfriend. And uh, we're going to actually talk about that in a second. But it's just the conversation. And, and I'm telling the story mostly to set up the next story. Okay? But the conversation... Okay. You know, has escalated to the point where now he and I are talking every day on the phone. Okay. Okay. He lives in Germany, which, of course, you know, like, I'm used to the fact that, like, I can schedule my day around phone calls because I can get some work done in the morning because, you know, I get all my phone calls from, like, 3 to 5 p.m. It's sweet Michael. It's this person, that person. That's when they call. Well, now, the way his schedule is I talk to him all morning. And then I have maybe like an hour and then I talk to sweet Michael for, you know, a long time. So um, it's really crazy. But anyway, I've been talking to him a lot. But, you know, what's so funny is – and, and I'm telling you this story for a certain reason. I want to hear your reaction. I'm talking to him the other day and he's telling me about um, – so his boyfriend works oh, – no, it has nothing to do with his boyfriend. He's talking about a friend of his, okay, who, she's a, she's, a, she's a flight attendant, okay? And he's okay. telling me a story about how she has this cushy flight attendant job, all right? And in this flight attendant job, she gets to go to exotic places and spend a lot of time there, right? Yeah. So he says to me, and now I'm telling you the story exactly how he told me, all right? He goes, Joe, once a month, she gets to go to Mexico and she goes to Cancun? for a week cancun and i go are you making fun of my voice and he goes what are you talking about and i go you just did an impersonation of me." because no i didn't and i go he goes well tell me what i said and so i say joe every month she gets to go to cancun for a week cancun mm-hmm. he laughs so hard and he goes Oh my God! Well, now you know what an influence catching up, catching up is on me. That's weird. <laughs> he goes but now. I'm doing Joba Batants
1: for Joba Batants. You don't have a copyright on it first. Yeah. yeah. Um. You got it somewhere. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Didn't you?
2: Well, yeah. I think all my friends Did in Newport, all my friends in Newport used to talk like that, like Beth and Danielle. That's where I got it. Yeah. Um. Uh, but what's your reaction to that? It's funny. I mean, uh, it's funny. I don't. I don't hate it. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like crit, like making fun of me. Like, oh, you must have loved that. Joe Batans oh. had the biggest boner that a twenty-one-year-old German twink was do. Is such a big fan
1: that he does an impression of Joe Batanz for him. Well, the whole conversation is kind of just evidence of. I like. I. I know you're like that. I know that the conversations that you have, like even when we're just talking with. Um, like in catching up with catching up, we've talked with you know people listeners before, mm-hmm. and you just it will talk to them, and you you could just tell in like the questions you ask that you're like eating it up. <laughs> so I I already know the com- kind of conversations you guys are having.
2: <laughs> oh, Mike, we talk for hours. The other day he goes like, "Oh my goodness, we talked for almost two hours," and I go, "Yeah, time flies when you talk to Joe Batans, right?" Well, uh, hello, Carlo. Yeah, hello, Carl. Oh, he is going to be so excited. I was telling the other day, you know that you and, you and Taylor and I were texting the other day recently. Remember that? Yeah. He messaged me during that, and I said, oh, actually, I'm texting right now with Taylor and uh, Mike Lawson. He goes, oh, my God, podcasting titans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-huh. so he's going to be so excited that you said hello to him. Anyway, so now this leads into my next story. So, oh. actually, before Carlo, actually... Yeah, maybe a week or two before Carlo. I get this email at is it joe only at supodcast.com? What's my email address?
1: Um, it's They go to catchinguppodcast.com and typed in um, the contact form. They sent you an email just to Joe.
2: Okay, just to Joe. I get this email. I don't know what you and I talked about in the news, I don't know what we talked about in the story. But this guy says, Would you be interested in the perspective of a straight uh, guy who works in government? A married straight man that works in government. I don't know what you, I don't remember what you and I talked about, right? Okay. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, sure. And so we start emailing back and forth, and he drops little clues in our email conversation with, and he gives like his Instagram. Well, I'm able okay. to, I mean, basically, he doesn't give me an Instagram, but based on the information that I have, I'm able to cyberstalk him on Instagram, okay? Mike oh, Lawson, man. he's so cute, right? Okay. So handsome, like, like, oh my God, so, so handsome, so cute, right? So I'm like, of course, same thing here, like with Carlo, I'm like, oh, all of a sudden you have my time, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Joe.
2: All these poor people who, like, they write to me and I don't respond, and they're going to be like, oh, well, clearly I'm not I'm not cute. And so, of course, I give him the time of day because I think he's really, really attractive. Okay? I don't care that he's straight and married I and mean, he's really attractive. So I'm snooping around his Instagram. And, you know, I haven't spoken to him at all. We haven't spoken on the phone, nothing. It's just been via, you know, typing on the email. Via typing. Via typing. And then... I but I snoop his Instagram and I decide to look at who he follows on Instagram because you can get so much information about a person based on who he follows. Well, I happen to know I find out because he didn't say this in the email, but I figure out he's a Republican. (laughs) Yeah, he follows he follows Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever, and like uh, this fucking like all these like Fox News people and shit like that. You know?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm like ugh, right?
1: Yeah. But then but he, wait, how did so he he's a catching up listener? Yeah, he's a catching up listener. Huge catching up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is he a a RuPaul listener too? Is that? I don't really I don't know. I don't I'm, think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. We didn't get That's into that. That's interesting then. Like not that I'm like I, I would I if I stumbled upon a podcast of two like really kind of conservative people, because mm-hmm. cuz I'd say we're both pretty liberal, right? Mhm. Like, would I listen? I don't know. I don't this know. This is so interesting to me. Yeah. And he's go a married,
2: on, he's a He works for a state senator in California. Okay. I do know this. Okay. And, well, I do know way more. We're going to get into it right now. I know way more. Okay? Okay. But he works for a state senator in California. Yeah. And he... This a, but this is all I know at this point. He works for a state senator in California. I really don't know which one. To this day, actually, don't even know which one. But he works in... He lives in Sacramento married, with a kid. Okay? Okay. And he listens to the show. Okay.
1: And, oh, do you suspect that he's, like, secretly gay? Oh, wait, yeah, that's, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, okay, then, okay, okay. Yeah, because then... I, I understand what's yeah, getting yeah. laid down now.
2: Yeah, I go to his Instagram. Mike, He he has the gayest Instagram follows. He follows David Beckham and Brooklyn Beckham. He follows like t- uh, t- the Tom Daly, you know, anything like that. Uh, I can't. I would go to his Instagram. Tadric Hall. <laughs> I know. Seriously, I go. I would go through his Instagram, but I'm I've been uh, banned from looking at Instagram, officially. Right. That's oh, how the story ends. By Instagram? Yeah. No, by him. So oh. yeah, 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 yeah. So what happens is now, of course, because he's cute and he's smart, this escalates to the phone. Okay. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I don't think he listens anymore based on how it ends, <laughs> but in the case that he does and also I respect, him. like for instance, with Carlo, I actually spoke to Carlo today and I said to him, uh, listen, I'm going to talk about you on the show today. Heads up. Right. Mm-hmm. I tried uh, calling, I, sh- I tried calling this state Senator employee, right? Yeah. I could tell it was blocked. Like my okay. number went straight to voicemail. It never used to do that before, and I didn't try texting him. But I'm sure if I texted him, it would turn green. You know? Okay. Like yeah, yeah. So, but this is this is how the story goes. And this is very interesting, actually. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get into his personal life. He shared a lot of very personal information with me. Okay, mm-hmm. and for the interest of the show, I'm not going to share it. Uh, I I'm not going to share that information here. I don't think that'd be fair to him. I don't think he necessarily wants that uh, out there. And so um, I'm not going to do that. Okay? Okay. So the, um, what I'll say though is the our relationship on the phone got very very intense. Okay? Yeah. And to the point where... Now look, I will say, I was pushing this, but like but he did say at one point he did say at one point he goes i want to be i want to replace cameron he goes i want to be the next cameron and i was, I was like, like yeah I was like, right it's hard to talk about with actually without revealing any information on the yeah, show Yeah, yeah but the point is let me just say let me just say i have a very strong suspicion that he quietly plays for our team i don't sure i don't know that he's ever acted on it i really don't actually but uh and that's not that's not me being coy or anything like that i really don't but i have a very strong suspicion that he does people i mean look he he wanted to get in an emotional relationship with me right i can tell you that and but here's the part why it sort of deteriorated right
0: mm-hmm.
2: so and this is why carlo was important to tell the story Early on in the phone conversation, he and I would be having a, a very, uh, a conversation, right? And he was, he would stop the conversation and he would say, i had to be like, oh, yes, yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, this, you know, Governor Jerry Brown, you know, he's going to pass this bill. And he'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to tell you, man, this is really just freaking me out. That I'm I'm sitting I am talking to Joe Batance. You know I've, how long I've been listening to you in my <laughs> weird, ears. Weird, weird, right? You know how long I've been listening yeah. to you in my ears, and now you're actually responding to me. Like that's just blowing my mind. I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm just doing that, but like I can't get past that, man. It's just like oh, it's so weird, right? I'm like, and, and at first, like with the Carlo I'm thing, at first the Carlo thing, I'm like flattered. I'm like extremely flattered, right? It feels really good to hear someone say that, you know, girl. By the 20th time, I'm like, okay, we fucking get it, all right? Like, I want to have a normal conversation and not be interrupted by how weird it is that I'm actually responding, right? Yeah. So, there's a lot of drama. It's like, for a very, like, platonic relationship, which I didn't want it to be, but what it was, he's so fucking cute. Girl, if he wanted to cheat on his wife with me, I'd be (laughs) if you're listening right now, uh, state senator person... Republican state senator person uh anytime we're down right i'm down yeah still
1: to this day what if he was wearing a maga hat
2: i'd be wearing a faga hat so anyway i wouldn't see it because i'd be face down in the bed biting the pillow anyway uh he we had like a bunch of falling outs because like it, 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 that's not worth getting into so I, I, I can't get into it on this show
1: Anyway, uh <laughs> we do I and for some reason I just wanted to remind people one more time on Mondays at eight PM we record live mixler.com slash drag race recap and then there's
2: always a very tea filled after show. So anyway, uh so what happens though, that I'm waiting to, to the thing. We we were getting all these fights like a couple, like a married couple. We were bickering like a married couple. I knew for two weeks, right? It's so weird, yeah.
1: yeah. So then and out. like, mm-hmm. at, right. by two, at two weeks, like if you you killed, that's not enjoyable, right? You weren't enjoying yourself.
2: No, I didn't get any kind so, of nude. I didn't get any nudes. I didn't get anything.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so get out of there.
2: Yeah, I'm out. Right. So then I had actually st- I was out. I had told him like, listen, I don't really want to talk. Right. I'm done. This is- well, I actually I this is what I really did tell him. I was getting very nervous because, you know, if you like, for instance, Carlo. Carlos. Carlos is a good example. I don't think anything's going to happen with... I know nothing's going to happen with me and Carlo, but I'm using him I just mentioned him. We're both gay. Like, there there are very low stakes if anything happens, right? Mm-hmm. With him, if he progresses on this, he could lose everything. You know? right? He could lose right. everything. He could lose his wife. He could lose his kid. He could lose... Job. Job. Yeah. Like maybe the Republican, maybe Republican state senators aren't so wel- welcome to this. You know, like this is like you're, you're putting a lot of risk here at this. You know, you're risking a lot. And I told him this. I go, listen, I'm, I'm backing out because my big fear is that you're going to hit a, someone's going to like be talking about it on a podcast yeah, one day. And then exactly. <laughs> and you're going to hit this shame <laughs> spiral. Back. Yeah. You're going to hit this shame spiral and you're going to, Stop listening to the show, and I don't want to lose a listener. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, so I backed out then, right? On Monday, last Monday, Monday or Tuesday, I don't know when, right? Could have been Thursday. I don't know when anything is actually anymore. Is I get a message from him, and he's like, I can't stop thinking about you, blah, 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 right? And I'm like, get in line, buddy. But then I'm like... (laughs) He goes, he and his wife were watching Mommy Dearest. Your wife's clueless, right? Yeah. Then he goes, then afterwards, like two hours later, he's like, guess what I'm watching now. I'm like, what? Nine to five? I'm like, are you you trying to get your wife to know that? Like, what are you doing, right? So anyway, whatever, he goes to bed. The next day, the next day, he messages me, and he's like, yeah, I love Dean. You know, I saw Mommy Dearest. And I was like, oh, good for you. And then he starts trying to have a conversation with me about it, like a recap, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting with yeah. nine at five, and I go, where's Where's this conversation going? And he's like, well, I, just want, I know I'm just trying to talk to you, man. Just like, I want to get your thoughts on Mommy Dearest, or I want to get your thoughts on 9 to 5. I'm all like, well listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a pod, I just did a podcast where I talked about nine to five with sweet Michael. The name of the show is called girls on film, by the way, available in September. I go, okay, listen, listen to that. Like what? I, I and I go, D- wh- what are you, what are you trying to do here? It's like, I just want to be your friend and I want to like recap shows with you and stuff like that. And I go, do you want to have like, want me to be friends with you? Like Mike Lawson or like sweet Michael or Taylor? And he goes, well, I don't know what your friendships are like with them. But I don't know. I thought we would like talk about these things. I'm like, I, ha- I have enough friends. I don't need more friends. <laughs> I literally said to him, I go, I don't need more friends. And I go, and also, and this is where I really got offended. This is what, I, this is what the whole point of this was, to talking to about this. I think he fell in love with Joe Batance, the persona. And he wanted to replicate being on Catching Up. With Joe Batanz. Does that make sense? He wanted to yeah, do it's... On the Isle with Joe Batanz. I already have a show where I do that with, and I do that with you, Mike Lomson. Hey, I'll step aside, man. If,
1: <laughs> if, I'm just kidding. Go on. Yeah,
2: but no, the point is, like, I don't, I don't, I don't need, like, I don't want to do another show with somebody. That, I'm going to let you talk here. You, What do you have to say about this so
1: far? And we can address it. I think it was a <clears throat> unfortunate, like, too much too soon situation where it, it like, you, you don't, I don't know, like, I don't really understand how you start arguing with somebody that you've, you've had, like, text conversations with. Do you well, know what I, I mean? like,
2: well, I guess you're never going to know why, you know, I guess you're never, there's never a way you're going to ever find out why.
1: <laughs> it just seems. in in weird and Mm. that pace was is like too much too soon
2: yeah but what would be what would you what would you feel if you started dating someone like would you ever date a person who listens to the show and then they're like oh mike on episode 107 you uh you did you know like um friend of the show aiden deem yeah you know young master aiden deem right he, he messaged me recently. He told me he he went to, he's re, he's listening to all the old catching up episodes, but he started at the very beginning. He started with episode one, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Now I get these messages from him going like, haha ha, ha, did you ever find that toothbrush?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Yeah, the um, episode seventeen. You said yeah you couldn't find a particular toothbrush." I'm like, "Aiden, that was five years ago. I don't remember yeah. what happened <laughs> five
1: years ago." I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to dating somebody who listened to episodes. I, I mean, I put it, I'm the one that puts it out there.
2: Yeah. But then, but then, it, but it, the problem is, is that what I felt was, I wasn't dating this person, but it sort of felt like he didn't want to get to know me. He wanted he already to know. <laughs> no, but I'm what, no, but he didn't really want to get to know the real me. He wanted to get to know, he wanted to be friends with the persona. He wanted to call Joe and I say, Go to hell, person. I keep, I keep almost yeah, saying yeah, his yeah. name. That's why he keeps almost saying his name. <laughs> he wants me to go like, uh, say, like, Go to hell, person, you know, and like, we, you know, he tells two personal stories and I tell two personal stories yeah, and now yeah, we have yeah. a new story and, <laughs> you know, we do it every week, you know, without fail. Like, sure, sure. He wants it. And I don't want that. If you want to come and, and I suck your fucking dick. Yeah, you know, and we talk about and then we talk about uh, climate change and how you don't believe it exists. Sure.
1: You yeah. know, I've had a I've had a text relationship with a, a listener friend mm-hmm. um, and it's not I mean, he's not like a we actually like connected on social media and I don't know how like devout of a listener. He really was, mm-hmm. but he knows certainly knows more about me than I know about him. At mm-hmm. least, you know, that's how the conversation started. Mm hmm. Um, but, and it, it seems like, it's just, you know, French text friendship. It's nothing more than that, but it seems fine. I, I feel like the person that I am on here is really me mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning there was weird kind of like, um, over the top kind of caricatures of myself that I was playing, but mm-hmm. I, I think I've settled into it and this is really just me. There's no, there's no different me.
2: No, I understand. And I, and, the, and the person on here, I think you would agree, is a mildly, mildly exaggerated version of myself, you know. But, um, but the point is, like, and again, we're going to go to Carlo now. Carlo and I have actually gotten to know each other. Does that make sense? Like, we have a real conversation. And so what's funny is in trying to get to know me, Carlo has as close of a real catching up episode than the Republican did, you know? And um, and the, the so the re, so the Republican didn't get his way because he tried to treat me like a puppet or a cartoon character or like a possession, you know. Yeah, or if it's he would a his,
1: weird show about a show.
2: Yeah, if he tried to have a real conversation with me the way Carlo does, or other people that I've listened to, you know, like for instance, um, we I went out with Lam- Lamont Cranston as a listener. And he came yeah. to town. <clears throat> this is a few years ago. And we went on a taco tour. I don't mind meeting listeners. I don't mind, put, but I don't want to be treated like dance monkey dance. Does that makes yeah. sense. And like live out your sure. fantasy. So, anyway, that's what's going on with that. Um, but anyway, if you are a cute twink listener who wants to talk <laughs> to Joe Batanz, hit me up on Instagram. DM me on Instagram. Hit, slide into my DMs on Instagram. The cuter the twink. The closer to the pink, I don't know what that means, but you know what I'm saying. Hi, Mike Gloss. What do you got going on next week, Joey? I have a meeting on Wednesday in Los. I have to leave the house in uh, by the airport, okay. and Put I might try and hang on. out with people there. You know, my cousin Richard asked me to go to a screenie, but I might not go. I probably won't go. And then. Um, uh, this weekend. I have things going on, but I don't remember quite what they are, but like there's a few things here and there. I'm trying to stay home as much as possible. Oh, about oh, talk about that next week. What's going on with you? What, what do you have going on?
1: Uh, just living the dream, man. Um, I have some, just a, a weird work month. Um, and that continues this week. And I've also been like legitimately hitting the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's becoming um, very routine. So gonna continue that and there's some stories about that that um we'll get to eventually uh but that's it um well so yeah. nice. go ahead nice catching up with you joey go to hell mike